This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. And good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I am your host, as always, Tony Defio. And I am so excited you guys are joining me tonight uh, on this actually pretty pleasant Friday night in Pittsburgh. I'm... Uh, I was out earlier. I was out shopping for some dinner, for some post-show uh, dinner uh, about 45 minutes ago. I'm like, wow, uh, it's almost fall, but it really isn't. It's it's uh, still early July, so we still have another eight, nine weeks of uh, of uh, really hot weather, at least. You never know anymore. But I can't believe how pleasant it is, especially considering how hot it was uh, just a few days ago. It was torture i was out running on tuesday don't ask me why i'm almost 50 i'm, I'm not even allowed to shovel at this point and i'm out running in like uh 95 degree weather and poor poor air quality uh, alerts don't ask me why i'm trying to get abs i guess but yeah it's uh it's, it's, it's a pleasant friday night where i am as of right now um and if you're watching right now you're watching me on on youtube live where you can catch so many live podcasts Every night, actually, there's 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 this show, and then uh, on on, on uh, you'll you'll see me again on Monday night with Brian Anthony Davis and, and Shannon White. I forgot to mention Shannon last week. I forgot. I felt so bad, but he's a, he's a, a great addition to the show and adds so much insight. So it'll be the three of us moving forward, and and and, and you can catch that every um, Monday night at eight thirty. It's, it's called the Hangover in, in the off season. In a regular season, it's called actually it's called the Hangover all the time now, right? Yeah, it's still the Hangover. What am I talking about? Sorry, it was a lapse. Tuesday night, it's the Scobro Show with uh, Dave Schofield and his brother Rich. That's a great show. I, I, I enjoy that. It's a very popular show. And there's and, and Dave's son, Kyle, is becoming a star before our very eyes. So look out for him. He's another one, just like Connor Davis, who will be taking my job soon. And I'll be on Twitter bashing them on Twitter about how they don't know what they're talking about because I'm uh, I've been been in this business for what three years now, the podcasting business. So I really know more than them, which is not true. So check that show out Wednesday. It's the curtain call with Michael Beck and, and, and Jeffrey Benedict, and, and soon it'll be um, Know Your Enemy, where they always have an awesome guest on every week. 
during the season. And I think they have some during the, uh, during the off season too. Uh, so that's an awesome show. I always enjoy uh, getting their, their takes on football. They both know their stuff. Uh, Jeffrey Benedict, he's just a, a film breakdown whiz and, and Michael Beck, of course he played football, so he knows this stuff. So that's a great show. Thursday night is a preview with Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis, our podcasting manager and, and Dave Schofield, the, 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 one of our editors and, and Friday it's this a Saturday it's touchdown under with, with Maddie Peverall and, and Mark Davidson. And then of course on Sunday, at least in the off season, it's tales from 2 AM with the very famous and very popular and rock star like Brian, Anthony, Brian Anthony Davis. So check all those out. You can catch them all live on, on YouTube. And by the way, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please like our page. It, it, it helps us grow as a, uh, podcasting platform and brian anthony davis and jeff and dave and everybody they're all helping us grow they all, we're, we're adding new people we're adding new podcasts we're adding new personalities you're really going to love what we have in store for you this coming regular season and of course you can check us out on facebook live right now if you're watching on on facebook at the moment you can check all those shows out live as, as they happen too so please check us out live and check us out on audio only platforms such as iHeartRadio, stitcher Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can find podcasts on audio platforms, you can find us. So please check us out. And we have a bunch of audio only shows. Of course, we have the retro show with Brian Anthony Davis and yours truly. We have live mic with, with Jeff Hartman. We have, we have the, uh, I'm sorry, I always get that mixed up. Ah, I need to write this down. Even though I wouldn't look anyway. Live mic is Michael Beck. Jeff Hartman is uh, Let's Ride. Uh, Maddie Peverall is The War Room, and I. it'll be called something else during the season, I think. Uh, the Stat Geek is uh, Dave Schofield. And we have, we're going to have more, more uh, audio-only shows, more personalities. You're really going to love it. You're really going to love what we have in store for you with the audio-only shows, too. Our podcasting platform has grown so much over the last 13, 14 months. It's, it's incredible. It's like a radio station. It's, it's weird. Not weird. Great. Weird would be like a, if a, uh, if a deer was hosting one of our, our podcasts. And that, as far as I know, it's not going to happen. That would be weird. But this is great. And, of course, check out Behind the Still Curtain, the website. We bring you news, commentary, film breakdown, transaction updates, uh, we're going to have a lot in store for you once training camp kicks off, which will be, it'll be starting within another couple weeks. It's, it's amazing. It's almost here. So please check us out. That's what we like to say. It's your one-stop shop, your only stop shop, uh, for all your Steelers needs. Uh, it's my favorite website and I think it's the best Steelers website on the internet. So please check us out and, uh, hello to Mark Davidson. I just mentioned him. He's a star. He's a stud. He's a star. He's everything. George Teston, Jared Devil. Steeler Nation 412, Kenneth Beamer, Clarence Washington, Steeler Chick 46, Rashawn uh, Malleroy. That's a new, that's a new face. Uh, welcome, welcome, Rashawn. Uh, Steelers Pittsburgh. That's a he's a that's a regular. Kathy Ford, a legend. Brian Brown becoming a regular. Danny Owens, same. Uh, let's see, did I miss anybody? Joshua Petrick. Allie Howard, we haven't seen you in a while. I think I think it's the same person I'm thinking of. So welcome. And I think I got everybody. I got everybody. But 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 I hope more join as the night progresses. 
Alex uh, Flores, Cherry, Jerry Cherry Band. Wow. John Trent Tate Boys. This is amazing. This is full house almost on a Friday night, early July. And, you know, of course, I have to talk about social media this week. People always say, why are you talking about this? Well, why wouldn't I talk about the biggest story of any week? That's what you talk about. That's what you write about. And to me, the biggest story of, of, uh, of this past week has been Dev, Devin Bush's uh, uh, social media activity, mostly on Twitter. I don't know if he's on any other platform. I'm sure he is. But he's certainly not making the noise that he is on Twitter. And uh, he got into a bit of hot water last Sunday night. For a, for a, First of all, he was so active. on. He just became mysteriously active on Twitter all of a sudden over the last couple of weeks, really, but especially last week. And he just went... He went off, and of course, the end. If you remember, uh, uh, the end of last week, the big news was him making fun of, of TikTok, and, and of course, that that uh, caused everybody to, to say, "Well, well, Juju and Chase Claypool and those guys are on TikTok." Does he mean he's dissing them? So that was like the big controversy of the end of last week, and those were the good old days. If you're if you're if you're a Steeler fan of Devin Bush, because Sunday night. Uh, he got into even more hot water or actual hot water, you know, way more than with the uh, the TikTok stuff when he retweeted a a video from 2015 of a cat that was uh, they were t- uh, they were trying to rescue it. It was it was stuck on a up on a ledge on a staircase and 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 it wound up it went awry and it, and it the attempt went awry and and the cat wound up falling. Several stories and and uh, was a. Uh, severely injured actually it survived and it's paralyzed now and i don't know if it's still around but it but it, it, it's getting around or if it is around if it is still alive it's getting around on a contraption that somebody built for it so um you know but the people were were shocked and dismayed and 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 outraged over over the uh the retweet and and bush's uh, joke that he made about it which i won't repeat but it was a it wasn't it wasn't a good look for him and uh I didn't find out about it until about 10 o'clock or so last Sunday night. And, and uh, everybody on social media, everybody on Twitter was jumping on Bush for this and, and a prominent radio host, which I'll fall in line with everybody else on our platform, on our podcasting platform and not, and not mention his name, but you know who I'm talking about. He's, he's a controversial local sports radio host, been around for a while. Uh, You know, he has the, highest ratings in, in, in the city he has for quite some time. Uh, you know, so he, he jumped on, he's always been on the Steelers case for, for as far as back as I can remember, but especially recently with their social media activities, always dogging Juju Smith Schuster and now Chase Claypool's in the mix. So of course, when Devin Bush retweeted this and made the joke that he made, it was a slam dunk for him to really, you know, jump on his high horse and, and, uh, criticize Bush and criticize most of the Steelers for, for the culture. And, and uh, of course I got involved and, and we went back and forth a little bit and then it, and he muted me. So, but it didn't stop me from arguing with a bunch of other people all night about this video, about this retweet. And, and I thought it was bad. I thought it was a bad look for Bush, but my point was my original point And my point throughout the night was look, it was bad. Um, but number one, this is you, Mr. Radio Host. This is your attempt to to take this bad, uh, this tasteless tweet and rope it in with all the other stuff that you've been railing against these guys about. You know, guys like Juju and Claypool again, 
and, and a lot of whoever else is doing TikTok videos and Instagram and all that stuff and trying to uh, put it all in the same pile and say, well, this is why they don't win. This is, this is, this is another uh, uh, bad mark against their cult, their, the team, the locker room culture. This is why, you know, Tomlin's lost control of the team. And of course, you know, Bush made it easy with this horrible video that he retweeted. That was my initial point is that I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to, you're trying to lump all, you're, you're trying to use this and, 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 and say, well, see, I told you social media is bad. And, and this is on the same level as Juju, you know, doing a TikTok dancer or, or, or doing a commercial. This is, it's a distraction. And, 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 and Juju's on the same level as Bush and Claypool. They're on, a, on the same level. They're all jerks. They're all a-holes. That's how, that's how he put it to me on, on, on Twitter before he, he muted me. So that was my first point. My second point was, um, okay, it was bad. It was a bad thing. But he didn't. He didn't make the video. He didn't participate in, in this the this injury to this 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 feline. And it wasn't a, a video about a cat being tortured. It was a video about a cat, an, an attempted rescue that, again, went awry. So um, it, again, it was bad. But does this mean that Devin Bush should be should life be ruined because of this? Should he be suspended? Should he you know what? Should it affect his football career? You know, um, should they be ostracized from society because of this? Am I, and, and I maintain then, and I maintain almost a week later, no. You know, and if people were going on and on with me that night. The whole fan base is talking about it. It's the biggest thing ever. You need to act like a journalist and not a, a, a fanboy, not a media stooge. That's what I was called, pretend media. I, I think I was the first one to, call, to be called pretend media, at least that night. So I take credit for that. And like, um, yeah, I don't think that's what's going on here. The whole fan base isn't in an uproar over this. I talked to a bunch of friends throughout the week and a lot of them, most of them didn't even know about this. And as it turns out, it, it didn't have the, it didn't have the, uh, the, the lasting effect that a lot of people thought it would have. People are, the Steelers, as far as I know, never even addressed the issue. As, as far as I know, Bush really isn't in any trouble over this. And it, it's kind of gone away, which is what I thought would happen when I first saw it. Now, you know, the thing I found funny about this is people were like, oh, you, you must condone violence against animals and animal cruelty and all this stuff. Like, no, I'm not condoning any of that stuff. I think it's pretty obvious, you know, and that's where we are today as a society in general. Everybody takes everything to an extreme. So if you defend somebody for, uh, an egregious error that they made in judgment, a lapse in judgment, then you must be on the same level as them. And you must, you know, uh, agree with this. Like, no, I mean, it was stupid, but he's 22 years old. And like I said on the site the other day, if my 20 year old cousin retweeted the same thing, I'd be like, come on, man, what's wrong with you? That, that was stupid. But I wouldn't think, Oh, you're a piece of crap. You're, you're, you're incorrigible. You're, you don't deserve to be part of society. I, would, I wouldn't think that of him at all. I think he's just a, a dumb idiot who needs to grow up. And that's kind of what I thought about Devin Bush in this instance. He was basically trying to push the envelope all weekend, and he went one step too far. But, you know, he's 22 years old, and, you know, it was wrong. It was stupid. But let's give him a break as far as, as – um, 
condemning him for life. Let's let him uh, learn from this and move on. And I was going to forget about it. I wasn't going to bring up bring it up on the show tonight at all. I was because I I was exhausted from talking about it all Sunday night, all day Monday, and all day Tuesday. I had enough. I had enough by the, by Tuesday night. However, Wednesday evening, I was actually sitting in my car on Boulevard of the Allies. I'm from Pittsburgh, so if you if you know where that's at, you know where I was sitting. It's it was it was uh, free parking after six, so I was sitting there waiting to go to my running group. And, and um, I'm reading uh, this, this article on Twitter from, you know, I'm, I'm pretend media. So I got to, I got to cite my real media sources from Tim Benz, the uh, longtime Steelers reporter uh, who writes for the Trib Review, Trib, Trib Online, whatever it's called now. And this, it was a, a, uh, an article essentially about the, about the, uh, the Steelers social media activity, everything going on with Devin Bush. And he was, he, he, quoted Mark Madden all through. Oh my God. I said his name. He quoted his name, that guy whose name should be, who shall not be mentioned. That guy, he quoted him all throughout the, the, uh, the interview. And of course this guy is going on and on about, about, um, how the Steelers are a clown show. Tomlin's wearing clown shoes. Again, they're all despicable human beings. Uh, Juju's AB junior Claypool's AB junior, junior, that kind of thing. And, you know, he remembers when the Steelers logo meant something and how they were, they were, they all had so much dignity as an dignity as an organization, but now, you know, that's all been tarnished over the last decade or so. And, you know, which is all BS by the way. I mean, this guy's been doing this with, with Steelers for before social media even existed. I mean, he, he used to go after Heinz Ward and Jerome Bettis and Deshae Townsend relentlessly back in the day on his old radio show. Uh, he went after Myron Cope. Uh, you know, if, you know, if he's talking about how he used to show, have so much reverence for the Steelers, what back in the seventies when Frank Harris was one of the best running backs in the NFL and, and was one of the best money backs in the history of the NFL. I mean, the guy was just money in the playoffs, but you know, he's had it out for him forever. He calls him free meal, Franco free loader, Franco, whatever he calls it calls him it all goes back to the fact that he didn't back a certain company when they were trying to when the penguins were, were trying to um get a new arena built back in the late 2000s that's what that's all about he holds a grudge better you know, better than anybody i've ever seen or worse than anybody i've ever seen i should say but um this guy if you know who i'm talking about and i, and I let his name slip like five seconds ago but he likes to push the envelope on, on his radio show and on social media, specifically Twitter. That's his whole shtick. It's his, his persona. He says despicable things he, about uh, players and his listeners and his followers. Uh, he makes horrible jokes. You know, think of Howard Stern back, you know, when Howard Stern was really, really uh, edgy before he got therapy. But think of Howard Stern, but as a sports it's a local sports talk show host. That's what this guy tries to be. And, you know, he always, when people call him out on it, which they do often because he's always being a jerk, uh, he always says, well, you know, you can't judge me by my, 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 my Twitter persona, by my radio persona. I'm just playing a character. Ask anybody who's ever met me in real life. They'll tell you what a great guy I am. That They've never had a bad encounter with me. And, you know, his, 
people will chime in and they'll say, oh yeah, I met, I met him back in 2009. He signed my son's cast and he bought us lunch and, you know, he, he signed autographs. He couldn't have been more gracious, you know, and people come to his defense and okay, I'll give you that. That's fine. That's fine. But you're saying that people aren't allowed to judge you for your, uh, for your radio persona, for your social media persona, which are both often pretty egregious, pretty outlandish, pretty cruel. The things you tell people to do to themselves. It's, I can't repeat, but it's, it's not often uh, nice, but you want to judge these players and other people, like, like just ordinary citizens, your listeners, your followers for how they act on social media. And, you know, I'll give you the Bush thing that was tasteless, but this goes beyond that. Cause he's been doing this for quite a while with, with people like Juju the last couple of years specifically. And it's not really that, that, things that they say on, on social media or on, 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 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. It's the fact that they're even active at all. That's the thing. They're active. So because they're active, then obviously they have to be a-holes. They have to be jerks. They have to be all about themselves. So that's, that's, that's a reflection of their character, but yet you can't do that with him. And I just think that's, that's, that's hilarious. And it's, it's, it's the epitome of hypocrisy when, when, when this person does this. And, and he's, he's, he's smarter than us. I know he is. I mean, he, he goes on and on about his IQ 166. He's, he's smarter than us. He's doing this. And the reason why he does this is because he knows that the fans are predisposed to, to uh, believing that this stuff matters in the grand scheme of things when it comes to the winning a Super Bowl. And at the end of the day, he knows like, you know, and like I know, most Steeler fans, most sports fans of any team, really, fans of any team, it comes down to a championship. And if, if you're not winning a championship, if you're not winning, then there must be some reason why. It's got to, it can't be talent. It can't just be the fact that the other team was better. There has to be some intangible reason. So you have to blame something. You can't blame what happened on the field. You have to blame this other stuff, social media, uh, worried about your own brand, and that's what he's doing. And, and I know that's what he's doing. And it just, and people say, and I kind of often feel funny sticking up for these guys. Cause they don't know me, when I, you know, professional athletes, Steelers players. They don't know me. They don't even know I exist unless we're watching this podcast right now. And if, if you are uh, welcome aboard, but they don't know me, but I'm not, I'm not sticking up for them because like, Oh, you know, don't, don't, don't mess with my Steelers. It's, it's not that kind of thing. It's just that, I just get sick of, of people using this social media garbage as a reason why the Steelers don't win or, or to judge them for the people that they are. I, it's just, I just think it's, it's it, you know how I am. I, I've been going on about this for what, two or three years now. Uh, how many podcasts have I done where I've touched on this subject? How many articles have I written? I don't think this stuff matters one bit at all. One bit, that's bad grammar. One bit, not one bit at all. One bit. That's why I'm pretend media. Anyway, it doesn't matter one bit in the grand scheme of things. It has, it, it doesn't, it's not, a, it doesn't determine whether, I, I have yet to see any study done where social media activity has been cited for, for a team not winning a title. I've never seen it. So 
that's why I get so frustrated with this stuff. And that's why I defend these guys. Not because I, I want everybody to love them. It's just like, look, this is, this is silly. Uh, uh, and by the way, when was the last time Juju Smith-Schuster has ever said anything on social media that you thought, wow, he really is a jerk. He's always been about uh, uh, promoting, you know, goodwill. And you might say, well, he's all about himself. Maybe that's true, but I don't know, you know, but he's always been about pr pr promoting a positive message. He's never been in hot water for anything to, to my knowledge that he's ever said or done on social media, other than the fact that he's on there. That's the only thing. That, that's the only reason why he's in, in hot water is because he's on social media. So uh, I have a couple more things I want to touch on. One more Devin Bush uh, thing, uh, but I'm at the 23, 26 mark. So I think it's time that I end this part of the show, part one. And if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook live, please stay with me. If you're listening on an audio platform, well, as always, I thank you for, for downloading part one, but I please ask you to download part two because I, I have uh, some more stuff. I have uh, another uh, Devin Bush segment. I have uh, a Jordan Berry segment, and I have questions and comments. So please, please download part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack.